Welcome to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That's Chelsea Dawn. And that's Trey Gerald. And together we are the Review Queens. To support the show and get bonus exclusive content, including our members-only after-show podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash review that review. Yeah, and today we are so excited. I am like jumping out of my skin excited because this week we've got a very special guest of honor. Chelsea and I are so into these special guest of honor episodes because, as you know, our whole podcast is about rating and inspecting and breaking down online reviews as outsiders. And then we have our special versus one in five star review episodes where we explore both extremes in the world of reviews and opinions with occasional replies from the sellers. So it's a very exciting extension for us to invite some very special guests of honor on to talk about their experiences dealing with online reviews from their professional area of expertise. That's right. And with their experience in their field, we have them don their review queen crown and help us inspect some reviews. And today, oh my God, we have got the renowned legendary talents of Natalie Weiss. So let me tell you just a little smidge about Natalie if you've literally been living under a rock. Natalie is a songstress, an educator, whose performance videos mixed with her edutainment series, Breaking Down the Riffs, made her a viral sensation, garnering over 30 million views on YouTube alone. Her groundbreaking and fun approach to pop technique has become a growing standard in the music industry and made her a highly sought after celebrity vocal coach, having taught Catherine McPhee, Cheyenne Jackson, (gasps) Carrie Ellis. She has broken down the riffs with Tori Kelly, who's a god, Ben Platt, Avery Wilson, Laura Osnes, and she's also sung with JoJo, Pentatonix, Todrick Hall, Liz Calloway, Shoshana Bean, (gasps) Lauren Allred, and many, many more. Natalie has performed her solo shows to sold-out audiences literally across the globe, with her career taking her to the UK, Australia, Mexico, Canada, Brazil, Germany, Portugal, Spain, Poland, and Austria. I haven't even been to like, I've literally (laughs) not been to any of those places, where she has led masterclasses for many universities and institutions, including the Institute for Vocal Advancement, the National Association of Teachers of Singing, Vocology and Practice, and Broadway Teachers Workshop. Wow. Natalie has performed on Broadway and you guys, this is literally in my top three favorite musicals of all time. Yes. Everyday Rapture starring Cher Renee Scott off Broadway in Emoji Land 
and Natalie toured in Les and Wicked, where she understudied Alphaba and performed in the ensemble. She was also on American Idol season four. She was a semifinalist, wow. and she performed the national anthem at Cowboys and Shea Stadium. Now, you can hear Natalie's voice on the soundtrack of The Greatest Showman, in which she appeared on the 90th Academy Awards, excuse me, in the live performance of This Is Me. Uh, you can also hear her on the original Broadway cast recording and the original film recording of Dear Evan Hansen and on yes. the jingles for The Incredibles 2. But most importantly of all, <gasps> Natalie oh is the vocalist oh. for our theme song. So without further ado, let's welcome our special guest of honor, the Natalie Robin Weiss. Woo! <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what you were going to say. Most importantly, <laughs> I was like, that is so good. Wow. That sounds really cool when you read my bio, but then I get, was I even on camera? I was so awkward. I was like, yes. Well, it is kind of hard to like sit and hear. <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah. <laughs> so Natalie, you know our show. We yes. focus on online reviews. So we're just curious. How would you say your decision making is impacted by online reviews? Mm. If I'm looking at like a, na- like a massage place that's like mm-hmm. cheap, I'll probably, in that case, read a few. I'll scroll and see, like, high rating, high rating. But I don't often read many reviews, minus if I'm, like, if I'm in a foreign city and I'm on Yelp and I'm literally outside the restaurant, I'll be like, what about this one? Then I'll quickly go on Yelp or something like that. But it really is about those, like, like little underground massage places is what I can think of (laughs) where I have to kind of see. Yeah. Like, am I going to get killed? Is this a legitimate place? Yeah. Those kind of things. Have you ever left a one-star review yourself? I've never left a review, I don't think. Okay. Have you guys? Really? Not really. Yeah. Trey and I are not the biggest of review writers. We're more studying the art form. Reviewers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to come back to this because we're going to get a little personal with you. Yeah, we don't want to get personal too early. (laughs) Exactly. So um, as a warm up, Natalie, Chelsea and I like to show our diversity as review queens by sharing how we also have things to complain about. So Natalie, I'm just uh, curious, would you like to join us as we lodge a complaint? I would definitely like to join you for this. Okay, great. Okay, good. I'll start. You start, Try. Okay, today I really want to lodge a complaint against loud talkers in public. Have you ever been like eating salad at Sweetgreen and you're like with a friend and they're just speaking so loud that you start noticing people at other tables are like looking? Oh my God, I hate that. It feels like such a helpless experience because it's rude to be like, can you, can you lower your voice? I know. Actually, the other day, my friend in a Broadway show, long story, she was a student of mine on Zoom. We met for the first time. We were like, got really close. And we were in a Broadway show. And she was before the show started talking so loudly. And I went, you're screaming? You're screaming? Why are you screaming? And I said it in a funny way. And so it wasn't as rude, but I totally get you. Do you think you're always aware when you're that person? I'm aware when there's just someone who's like egregiously loud, of course. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I'm always aware. Like, Well, I feel like I'm always super hyper aware of how I'm being perceived, like to a fault. Sure. But literally like three days ago, David and I were walking our dogs around the neighborhood and it was like 10 p.m. And he was like, you're like screaming, be quiet. And I was See? like, what? Ah! But that's a great that's a great tactic, Natalie. Just why make the suggestion as a joke. Like, oh my God, why are you yelling? I why use that. I use that technique all the time. I usually will break into like my Jewish mother dialect when I do it. I'm like, you're screaming. Why are you screaming? It's so loud. That's good. 
So that's my complaint. Just everyone, let's all be a little more aware of how loud we're belting. That's fair. Speaking of Natalie. How about you, Chelsea? What do you want to lodge a complaint about today? I've been thinking about this a lot. So I want to lodge a complaint against the phrase and philosophy that blondes have more fun. Okay. (laughs) Here's why. The phrase and philosophy. (laughs) Right? Like, my mom is blonde. My sister is blonde. Both of my grandparents were blonde. So for them, they get to experience this phrase like, yeah, I'm better than you. And I just am resentful of this. Like, I don't understand where the case study was done. When did people decide that if you're blonde, you're like Marilyn Monroe. But if you're brunette, you're Janine Garofalo, who I love, by the way. I mean, I, I mean, like, I love her. Trey, you've been a blonde. Do you think that you had more fun? I mm, I don't know. Now that it's such a question at, directed to me, I don't. I think I did have more fun when I was blonde, but but why? I don't know if I just felt duped. For some reason, I feel like it is credited back to Marilyn Monroe. I don't yeah. know why, but she also was not a natural blonde. So right, I don't know. I hear the complaint. It, there is it is just something in our culture about you have to change who you are. Yeah, everything is like you're too fat, you're too old, you're too you're, your skin is bad. Anyway, <laughs> all right, we've, good complaint. Thank you. We've we've um we've gotten everything off of our chest today. So Natalie, it's your turn. Lodge a complaint. I would like to lodge a complaint about people who don't pronounce their ings. And they say oh. verbs as running, jumping, walking, listening. <laughs> and the bachelorette, Becca, who okay. I love the bachelorette, she was really known for that. I listened to two very famous podcasts recently, which I'm not going to say what they are, kind of motivational people. And I had to turn it off because of the mm. eans. <laughs> it's so Wait. grating to my ears. Wow. Wait, I literally caught myself and didn't start over but when i said breaking down the riffs i said breaking down the riffs. no breaking is fine because that's like breaking this yeah. is i am physically unable to put the back of my tongue up on the roof of my mouth oh. breaking so if you say are you is this a musical theater audience sure yeah sure. okay i'm still hurting <laughs> oh. grating Oh my god. So and I haven't figured out the consistency because people I know from so many different places say, say it yeah. like that. Have you been able to correct it? Yes. With I have people? worked. I have I actually posted a video about this maybe three years ago because the girl I was coaching, the song had verbs every other line. So it was like <laughs> Oh no. We're having a kick ass time and being who you wanted. It was like being. I was like, Yeah. So what was the breakthrough there? Did the okay. person even hear they were doing it no she didn't know until i told her so not to call out my friend carl but he has this song he's unbelievable and he notices now so he was saying we're facing it now let's say we're facing it now we're facing it now sure he's Mm -hmm. saying we're facing it now we're facing it now we're facing it and it was so jarring that he re-recorded not just for me he did another version we're facing it now but he couldn't unhear it. Wow, he couldn't unhear it. So the basically wow. the thing is like, how do you say the word ring? Ring. Ring. You don't say and then then ring singing. And they're like, what? This is so weird. Yeah. I wonder if like the Kardashians do it or something. Like I, I wonder if there's hear. like a very specific point in pop culture that shifted people's 
vernacular. If you can figure this out, please let I, me know. I personally <laughs> have like a gut instinct that it's like, what is that that ball, hanging ball, the uv- what is that called? Oh, uvula. uvula. Yeah, I think it's that. I think it's- <laughs> Just blame I, the uvula. Blame no, no, I think it's a weak <laughs> uvula and it's, a, it's <laughs> like without using this word incorrectly, it's like a retardation of the movement of the uvula because if you're going back for the ing like which like the end like right. brings you back up then to get that g out you got a g and that <laughs> uvula has to shoot Ringing down ringa ringa right. do that feel the uvula just saying i'm not a vocal coach you guys we're not blaming the uvula close, for everything but it's the uvula's fault is my instinct all right well that was a that was really fun so now that we've kvetched, <laughs> yes. let's rate and review someone else's kvetch, shall we? Great Ooh. idea, Trey. Natalie, since you are a world-renowned singing teacher, I have brought in a review from the internet that I feel needs to be inspected. I will read the review, and together, the three of us will break it down and rate the impact of the review on a scale from one to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we call... Assess that kvetch. It is your turn, Natalie, to embody your review queenness and help us crown Chelsea's review. Yes. Are you ready for this challenge? Okay. Yes. Scared. Don't be scared. Review that review. All right. So, Natalie, when I knew that you were coming on today, I thought, let me do a little bit of Googling. And I came across a website. And the website is called actoraesthetic.com. They have a list of the five essential items that every musical theater actor should own. And I thought, okay, let me take a gander at this. The list includes a personal steamer amongst other things, but I decided to go with the personal steamer because I thought maybe you know a thing or two about steamers. So this is a three-star review of the VIX personal sinus steam inhaler with soft face mask face humidifier with targeted steam relief aids with sinus problems congestion and cough okay it's super califragilistic expialidocious that's mouthful so this review is written by geekdrop.com what now it's important for me to let you guys know i don't know why but the period in dot com is surrounded by brackets why i don't know but it just it is and i i want to make sure that i'm honoring the name as it as it lies here so and this is on amazon this is a three-star yes amazon review by geekdrop.com first the good it will clear your nose and it's easy to use now the bad It will clear your nose, but you're also breathing in what seems mostly like more heat than water vapor, like maybe uh, 90% heat to 10% vapor is what it feels like. For a machine developed for the sole intention of generating steam, there is no steam. Like, really? I could drink a hot cup of tea and fart a larger cloud of steam. The country (laughs) has been utilizing steam for centuries. You'd think they'd have this down by now, but even on the high setting, if I wanted to see steam, 
I had to put the device up against something black and look extremely hard, in which case I think I might have seen a small wisp or two once in a while. Mostly, you just see water droplets building up in the mask to let you know something with water is actually happening. All that said, I tried to give it a fair chance and kept my face super close to it, even placing my face right on the mask for a while. And you definitely do feel the heat. And after some time, you do notice it cleared up your nostrils. But I am also a singer and currently have the flu as well. And I wanted to get all the way down into my throat and lungs. But I really didn't notice anything happening there with this device, which is a disappointment. To be sure my device wasn't faulty, I went and YouTubed a bunch of user videos of my model and watched closely to see if theirs created more steam, but it didn't. Therefore, I think it's just not much of a steam creator. I was expecting plumes of steam to come out of one of these things if you set it on high with the ability to dial it back as needed. Almost like you see from vape devices, these kids are inhaling tutti frutti cotton patootie flavored juice form. But you're actually getting more of a suntan on your face, minus the light and minus the tan. It comes with a menthol pad to use. I tried that and wasn't really fond That's just a personal preference, though. I know there's a whole essential oils culture out there right now, but for some reason, I get hung up on the idea of inhaling oils and whatnot. I prefer to try to keep my lungs as pristine as possible, though I still like that the option is there if wanting to use it. Ultimately, I returned it, and I'm going to try a different brand that I saw on YouTube that looks like it does the same, but shoots out way more vapor and is about half the price. My final verdict is, yes, it will work, but don't expect to see much, if any, steam, which means, at least to me, that it probably doesn't work as well as it should. Wow. Yeah. How much time does that person have? I know. That was so lengthy. Literally? (laughs) Who would write that long review? Yeah. I'm really struck by the fact that they were bragging about being a singer and having the flu. (laughs) No. I know. And then they returned the product. Can't you catch the flu from... Isn't that viral? Oh, interesting. Is that contagious? The flu? Oh, good point. So they used it. They spread all their flu germs all over it. And then they put it back in the mail. That's gross. Natalie, what do you know about these like personal face steamers as a singer? I have the My Pure Mist, which is apparently like the only one to use. A lot of voice people were like, don't use Vicks. Right. But some people love Vicks. Right. So does your steamer produce a lot of mm, steam? It it produces steam. Plumes? Plumes. (laughs) I like to love plumes. (laughs) I like to take off the mask to just drink the straw. But um, (gasps) no, not maybe plumes. Maybe need more plumes. Like you could see it if you didn't put it against a black surface. The amount of science, you know what I mean? I I really feel like that's why geekdrop.com is geekdrop.com because they seemed like they were doing science experiments with this thing. How old do you think Geekdrop is? 25? I don't know. What do you think? Are you getting older? Well, I was. I felt younger until they said cutie patootie young kids with vapes. 
But then maybe there are in their 30s because I feel like I call the kids that vape kids. Yeah, same try. Like I this whole time was picturing like a young snooty college student or something that was like, I'm a singer. But then when I got to the tutti fruity part, I was like, is this a 50 year old man? I don't like I don't I, I felt like I didn't even know. That's so weird. You know? It's also curious to me that they were like, it produces a lot of heat, but not a lot of steam. So I had to press my face <laughs> right on the mask. <laughs> Wouldn't you think you would put your face you, you on the mask? You literally have to go. Yeah, like, I, right. I thought that too. I was like, where are you holding your face? Like, it, He thinks it's going across the room. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, but it's like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, why do you think the mask is soft? It's soft so that you could put your face, face on it. it. Also, this whole thing about they can drink a cup of tea and then fart more steam. Does tea make you gassy? <laughs> Stop. No, that was another question. Fart more steam? Wow. I mean, okay. I just think it was the geekiest joke I've ever read. You know, I just think geekdrop.com was really trying to bring on the comedy and nobody so. laughed yeah. at any of their jokes, which is fitting. Yeah, I was going to say that about the humor. I think it's pretty low on humor. Yeah. But okay, what about the value? Because I think I am feeling like perhaps like maybe I wouldn't want to try Vex. And then Natalie contributing, I'm thinking, oh, maybe this isn't the right product as a vocalist. Yeah, I mean, I've heard mixed about it because it is so... My Pure Mist is between 150 and 200 and Vix is probably $25. Right. Right. So, but some people just are like, I just need some steam. Who cares? Right, right, right. Well, right. Because I feel like this personal steamer, which this is... Is not going to produce plumes. If you want plumes, then you're going to get like an actual VIX, like for the room, right? Like a humidifier mm, right. at yeah. nighttime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we trust geekdrop.com? Because I feel like our, our trust in them is is waning <laughs> as they go on. I feel split about that because I do feel like they, I mean, this is so lengthy. They really it's, went through a lot of effort. So it makes me think yeah. they've done a little bit of work here to form this opinion. Yeah, there's a little bit of like a judgment with me of like somebody who spends that much time has a lot of time. And so I'm still yeah. like, how long did they spend on that? If I was like, this is literally the worst service I've ever experienced in my life. Do not go there. Maybe one more sentence is the longest review I'd leave. Yeah, right. If you were to see a review as long as geekdrop.coms, would you be like not reading that review? I think I would read it if it's if it was I would be curious to see the one star and then if it got really long I'd be like whoa this is just fascinating but it wouldn't be like yeah right. I would scroll I wouldn't read everyone yeah and this is a three star review you should note do we feel like three stars are the appropriate amount for of that long I feel like maybe he thought it was worse yeah I don't get three stars from this it's they returned the product they yeah I feel like this is a one star misqualified as a three which doesn't happen often usually it's the mm-hmm. other way around wait so do we think that this is a common experience or do we think it's a fluke I feel like I wonder if geek drop bracket dot bracket com got like a faulty <laughs> product I don't know <laughs> I just feel like it wasn't working because they have the flu. Oh, yeah. I'm so grossed out now by the fact that they returned the product after they had the flu based on what you said earlier. Like, ew. All right. Last thing. What's the spelling grammar like? Excellent. Solid score on on spelling and grammar. Mm. All right, Natalie, any final thoughts before we go into crowning? No. All right. I think we're ready. Yeah, Let's do it. I think I can crown it too. All right. So Chelsea, Natalie, and I each have our own set of one to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influence one another, 
we will simultaneously reveal our ratings. Did I say it wrong again? You said it's weird. You said influence, but it's you didn't say the B. But that's what he says. It's that's insurance. You, oh no, you say insurance? insurance. Oh god. I say cement instead of cement. What's in Halloween? Halloween. What's I'm influence? From the South, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> At least you don't say in. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Okay. The queens are tabulating. Total score. Oh my goodness, Trey. Okay, so Trey is holding up four crowns, Natalie two crowns, and I'm holding up one and a half crowns. Whoa, I'm the outlier. I mean, the real outlier. I'm shocked, honestly. Wow, I'm shocked for. Right? That's high. Natalie, let us know. That's high, <laughs> I think, but Trey will defend himself in a second. So Natalie, let us know why you gave geekdrop.com two crowns. <sighs> honestly, he wasted too much of my time. Mm. Okay. Sorry. It just was too long. Like, we get it. You don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Fair. That's it. Okay. That's fair. Trey, so let's hear it. All right. I mean, what I, were you thinking? I said four. I took one crown off because it was way too lengthy as well. But yep. the fact that they went on YouTube, the fact that they tried the product, I feel like they were giving their experience. So I think it would give me pause. That's the impact for me. So I said four. Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, I am still turned about the fact that they <laughs> turned it. That's so disgusting. Chelsea, why did you say one and a half? Okay, I hear you, Trey. I want to validate your opinion because I do think that there are people out there that are eager and hungry for these long reviews with like a ton of meat on the bone. So for those people, maybe this would be a four. For me, it was a one and a half. Geekdrop.com was like attempting to make me laugh unsuccessfully. (laughs) The flu thing really grossed me out. I gave them one crown because the spelling and grammar was really good. I threw on an extra half crown because it was a three star review, not a one. So they were at least acknowledging a few times in the review that it kind of works. Like it did clear my, my nostrils up. Right. So for that, I decided to give them the one and a half crown, but I could couldn't give them more than that. So that's it. That's my decision. Nice. Yeah. All right, everyone. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, Natalie Weiss has agreed to share a review that she herself has received. Oh, boy. I cannot wait to crown that. We will be right back. BRB. Oh, God. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. It's game time. All right, Natalie and Chelsea, it is time for us to take a quick spin on the Merrill Go Round. I love this. I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days I feel like I can't. That's with an A. Here's the deal. Trey has picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one-star zinger for Natalie and himself. And with 30 seconds on the clock, they'll take turns trying to recite the zinger in as many singing styles as possible. Yay! Just like Queen Meryl Streep, who does it all, including singing. Before the clock runs out. Okay, Natalie, I just texted you a review that's a zinger. Okay. 
All right, Natalie, since you're our guest of honor, I would love it if you would go first today. And can you let us know where is your zinger from? So this is a one-star review for Vocal Ease Amazon product. And this is from Jesse S. It didn't work. My voice is still hoarse. No change. <laughs> is that in all caps? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. No punctuation. Okay. All right. Okay, Natalie, we got to strap you into something okay. before you get on the Merrill ground. To make sure you don't fling off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we don't have liability insurance. So I'm picturing like a bedazzled microphone, mm-hmm. okay? Ooh. So like sort of like a, like a nod to Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. So strap yourself in, okay? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, go! Jazz singer. It didn't work. My voice is still so hard. No change. Am I doing it to this music? Okay. Country. It didn't work. My voice is still so hoarse. No change. Brittany. It didn't work. My voice is all hoarse. No change. <laughs> Opera diva. It didn't work. My voice is still so hoarse. Oh my, oh my god. I like I think I might just have to like pay extra to hear you do all Oh my god, I was so because... nervous because you know why? I heard the key of the other song and I was like I have to stay in the key and I could only write one tune. <laughs> so oh I kept repeating like, the same the, melody. First of all, that Britney was like epic. So good. Oh, thanks. So you got four, Natalie, but oh, I don't know. Like, if you would let us, I would love nothing more than for you to do the rest of the genres in the after show. I want to. I want to do more. Okay. Okay, good. I want you. I'm like so excited. So if you're not on Patreon, this is a really good reason to join. I All can't right, believe Trey. I have to follow that. You have to follow that act. Yeah. So with that in mind, I'm going to strap you into a mic with autotune just so like it can help you. Out Thank a you. Bit in this process, you're welcome. Okay. Just high belt. Okay. Just high belt. Try. <laughs> All right. So today, my zinger is also from Amazon.com. Okay. And this is for the Andower pitch pipe. <laughs> and oh this is written by Tim Lover. Okay. And the one star reviews subject is does not work. And the review is had to blow hard and long. Not helpful. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Hard and long. Okay, moving on. Trey, are you ready? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Three, two, one, go! Lullaby. Had to blow hard and long, not helpful. Heavy metal. Had to blow hard and long, not helpful. (laughs) Folk music. Hand and Pop star. Oh, Natalie Weiss. That's all. Who came up with that? I'm like, I am so embarrassed. And I'm friends with Natalie. Literally, what are you talking about? Ah, I can't even belt that high. Stop. I'm not giving you Natalie because you didn't get it in time. So, Trey, no, no, no. I'm not giving him the point, Natalie. That's fair. Thank you. Which is fair. I enjoyed it, but he came in in after the buzzer. And, you know, I'm the one that's judging this. So, that's only fair. So, that means that it's It's a a tie, tie. Divas. Just saying. Trey, I think the auto tune helped. That's all I'm going to say about that. I agree. 
Review that review. All right, we are back from that rousing game break, and now it's time to get a little more personal. But before we share your personal review, Natalie, Trey and I want to discuss your Bugaboo Scrubs mashup that you do in your concerts, <laughs> where that. you geniusly and comically tackle your mean comments. Let's hear a clip real fast. So sometimes when I feel down, I like to go on the internet and look at the about me. Like, hey, now everybody's entitled to their opinions. That's what we're here to talk about. And mine are these. Natalie has a fierce belt, a fierce bod, a fierce nose, and is totally nice. Maybe bitchy, maybe not the prettiest girl ever, but certainly a great singer, hands down. (laughs) (laughs) This would have been amazing if Natalie wasn't in the video. (laughs) Girl, who did you eat? Stop. Tell us about the creation of doing the mashup of Bugaboo Scrubs while reading mean internet comments. How did you get the idea? How has it evolved, etc.? Well, I have used mean comments in my shows for so long. I had put the mean comments to something else. I'm not sure. And then I realized the way that I already started the song as like a ballad, like, you make me want to throw my pager out the window. Very, very deep. I yeah. knew I needed like, I guess... Zinger is a different. I, I use it as like a like the zinger, mm-hmm. and um, it just was kind of like the perfect segue for like you mean trolls. Everything <laughs> is fine, you know. Trying to kind of take the high road. Yeah. What's the general reception like? Oh, they love it. I just love that you're doing this because the thing that brings me the most joy about our show is that we get to bring in some of these one star reviews and kind of dismantle them and i really think that that's what you do not only are you dismantling the insanity of someone going on the internet and being a troll but you're also turning it into art making it humor and by doing that giving permission to other people to like Mm. hold that middle finger up to these trolls who really are not deserving of their time you know we always end the show with saying ignore Mm -hmm. the haters you're a queen but it's true like you are embodying that and i think there's so much power in that it really makes the rest of us feel like okay i can have a thicker skin i mean that's like a really awesome way of putting it like thank you but i have to say i have the thinnest skin like of anyone so when i was like i remember where i was when i saw a girl who did you eat yeah and it crushed me And then now, because it is absolutely absurd years later, I was like, this is insane. Of course I'm going to use this in my show. (laughs) Right. There are some comments I won't read that are too truthful to my own insecurities that are like, they're not like, they're like mean, but they're like kind of true. And I'm like, "Eh, read me for filth. (laughs) The ones that are like insanely, like, how would anyone ever write that? What are you saying? Those are the ones. But the ones that are really, really dig deep, like I need to like spiral for 10 minutes with my best friends for them to be like literally stop yeah so it's i'm glad i can do that after the fact yeah but i'm definitely not like fuck these people i'm not like that at all right away i really recommend everyone go to youtube type in natalie weiss mean comments it's the first video that comes up she's wearing white but even though like you said like oh like i'm glad you see it that way because i actually feel terrible when i read them i think that like that's even more brave and more true it's like yeah yeah, i feel terrible when i read this and i'm not gonna just sit in that terrible feeling i'm gonna have the terrible feeling and then i'm gonna turn it into this other thing yeah thanks 
All right. With that in mind, okay. Little background. With all with all of that background in mind, Natalie, we asked you to bring a personal review in with you today that was either a harsh critic or an MVR, which is a most valuable reviewer. Which is basically a negative or a positive review that you have personally received. And then, just like before, we will assess that kvetch. <laughs> then after Trey and I have crowned, we will ask you to share with us what the personal impact of this review was on you. So Natalie, what have you asked Trey to read today? So in 2014, eight years ago, I was doing two cabarets at this Houston venue, like Monday and Tuesday and the morning of the second show on a Tuesday. I got a tweet from the reviewer that said, check this out, Natalie. And so I clicked on it. Long story short, you'll hear the review. They tweeted it at me. Okay. So I was like, what's this? All right. Okay. So you got this. So this is a harsh critic. And you got this the morning before you had to do it I had to do another show. Oh, my God. The exact same concert. All right. So this is a Broadway World cabaret review. This is written by David C. And the subject is Natalie Weiss's personality overshadows vocal talent in Houston cabaret. Here we go. Okay. As a YouTube sensation, many are familiar with Natalie Weiss's voice and face, and the largely teenage-slash-early-twenties audience last night couldn't be more enthusiastic to see her perform live. Yet, somewhere along the way, her abrasive personality overshadowed her vocal talent. Don't get me wrong, the brash New Englander is my favorite form of American— I enjoy the stereotypical confidence and charisma of the typical Northeasterner. However, when one comes on stage to sing for an audience, that is what I expect to happen. It's easy enough to forgive the 17-minute delay at the beginning of the concert. Well, that is until the first act wrapped in about 35 minutes. The second act dragged out a bit longer as Natalie Weiss added a song to the set not included in the program. She also returned for a three-song encore. Even with this, the concert still ended at the stroke of 10 p.m., meaning between banter and singing, last night's audience got approximately 88 minutes of Natalie Weiss on stage. Moreover, Natalie Weiss's banter didn't really hook the audience in Houston. It took almost the entirety of the first act for the crowd to warm up to her. Before the act one closer, she read actual messages from her OKCupid inbox. This was Natalie Weiss at her most genuine. I get that quote, all the world's a stage, and her job is to perform. However, the beauty of an intimate cabaret concert is that you get to be real. Others treat the experience like they are performing in their living room for long-lost friends, and that dynamic is what seemed to be missing the most from last night's concert. Moreover, a second moreover, her encore was a fun selection of audience favorites. It started with a lovely take on Bring Him Home from Les Miserables, But the song fell apart for me at the end, when she added needless riffs. She followed this with her rendition of Let It Go from Disney's Frozen, which the audience had been clamoring for since the show's beginning. Then she closed with her take on Demi Lovato's Skyscraper. I can't deny that the vocal performances she offered were thrilling. Natalie Weiss also deftly delivered many an impressive vocal riff. Opening with a cover of Titanium, she made the performance fun by walking through the crowd to get to the stage. Her spark of creation from Children of Eden was captivating. My favorite performance of hers was the energetic and colorful mashup she did of Destiny Child's Bugaboo and TLC's No Scrubs. 
Even with the impressive vocals, her need to stop and restart some songs, parentheses, except when she choked on water, got in the way of her performances. It also rubbed me the wrong way when she called out David Lerner on the drums twice for missing cues. I understand fully that she had less than one week to rehearse with her band. At least she tried to cover it in jest, attempting to make a joke out of it by more or less welcoming the audience to her quote-unquote casual open rehearsal. However, it was her declaration of quote, usually I don't do this, normally I can't talk by now, at the beginning of the encore that really raised my ire. Every voice lesson teacher I've ever had would remind her that if she was doing some solid vocal warm-up and properly supporting and singing from her diaphragm, that she'd be able to sing, belt, and riff on 15 songs every night for weeks on end without having to worry about the fact that she has concerts on two consecutive nights. With that said, Natalie Weiss's concert in Houston wasn't a total bust. The audience got to hear some sturdy vocal performances. The teenagers and young 20-somethings got to see one of their heroes perform live. Everyone had some laughs. However, I'd hazard a guess that Natalie Weiss, who seemed truly to be performing for herself, had the most fun last night. I'm so mad at David C. I need to like take a breath. Me too. Another really super long review, but I okay. I'm curious because I feel like David contradicts themselves because they say like this is a chance to be like casual in your living room with your friends. Correct. And then later is like, how dare her be casual? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Wait, how dare her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna. So I have so many thoughts. Now, first of all, his assessment is so contrarian. Like in moments, he's acting as if it was bad, nothing happened, I was turned off by this, but then proceeds to list a bunch of things that he likes. Right. He also says that the audience as a whole, because suddenly they've all hired him to be the spokesperson of their experience, thought that it was boring and weren't on board until a certain point, but then was like, they got to see their hero and they were so excited and we all had some laughs. Like, yes. I'm sorry, S. <sighs> S-T-F-U, David C. Wait, I literally was going to mention that because, first of all, David approaches this whole thing as an outsider, which I think is like a bizarre point if you're trying to like review something. But they separate themselves from the audience, which I think is bizarre. But they say like everyone couldn't be more enthusiastic to see her perform live. That's the first sentence. But then... And like... Yeah. Go ahead. No, they just, it seems very contradictory. I also think it's completely bizarre that they bragged about loving the abrasive personality of brash New Englanders, that that's their favorite, and then had a problem because they found Natalie brash. I I don't know, David C. I think you're shady, and I think you can go ahead and leave, David C. I just, one other little thing that jumped out to me is, um, yeah, you know, vocalists like Natalie have impressive ranges. And so when you see them in a concert, you know, they, they mention how the audience was clamoring to hear, let it go, which how do you know that? But like, (laughs) let it go. Like, I think there's maybe like a handful of people that can sing that. And then, I mean, here we go. It says, let it go. Skyscraper. Natalie holds like a G sharp or something crazy. It's like titanium. That's like, Jennifer Hudson, Sia, like crazy people yeah. sing. That's not an easy song. It's like all of these songs, no. the spark of creation, they are at like the most highest full voice belt. 
And it is a huge task to sing these songs. It's not like Natalie's going out singing lullabies. Like, I don't understand (laughs) the whole judgment about her offering three songs as an encore and making a joke that, like, her repertoire is hard to sing. No, there are so many things in this review that are contradictory. So I don't, I immediately don't trust the author. I also really hated the entire section where they were talking about if she knew the proper way to sing, she wouldn't have trouble singing like these songs, like literally talking about technique. All of a sudden, Natalie doesn't have the technique to get through these songs. Like, give me a break, David C. I want to see you get up there and sing all of those songs and not have a moment where you like need a minute, water. need water. Needs. I was like blessed enough to see Whitney Houston and she had to take many minutes to be like, oh, that was a song. Give me a second. I'm going to have some water. Like, what is it that you're expecting? I don't think you're honoring the crowd of people that are going to this show that want to be there. And well, if that's... you don't want to be there, then you shouldn't be there. And that's why I don't trust him. Well, that's why I also think there's something wrong with the value here, because if you're recognizing that everyone in attendance is like losing their minds, then that's who is interested in reading a review. So the value that you're adding feels mean, like and unnecessary. Okay, obviously, spelling and grammar is great, because I'm sure Broadway World has an editor. Yeah. And the truthful shady, I mean, I think it's shady. I think they're just intentionally like having a superior attitude and like wanting to be mean. Like it comes across as shady. Common experience or fluke. I mean, based on the fact that David C. excludes themselves from the crowd makes me think this is not a common experience. Correct. Yeah. Oh, is that something you guys do with all the reviews? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Okay. And then humor, were you entertained? I mean... No. I was like stunned to silence. I'm mad. Okay. Then final question before we crown is, what's the impact? Is this a deal breaker? Not, it makes me no. like it's it's interesting because I think the intention of the review is flipped for me because it makes me feel defensive of the artist. Yes. And that the person writing it didn't get it. Correct. And that's really maddening. You know, it is interesting because this is like about an art form. So then it gets subjective and people have see what they want. You know, it's different than like a review of a toothbrush. Correct. So like, is this a deal breaker for me? No. I think it's a deal breaker for me for reviews from this reviewer. Agreed. Totally. All right. So, well, I'm ready to crown. Do you want to crown? I'm ready to crown. Yes. All right. Here we go. All right. Let's do it. The queens are tabulating. Social school. Okay, I'm committing a show first. I want you to show know that. first. This is a show first, and I am giving David C. zero crowns, zero crowns, and Trey is holding up half of a crown. What? Yep. What? Trey. So you- tell us about the show first. I swear, my life. I'm not just saying this because Natalie is sitting here as a performer. I'm so like trigger warning about these type of reviews, and I'm so mad. I don't think there's any value here. I don't think we're tapping into the audience. I think David C can go ahead and go home, and for that reason. Zero crowns, David C. Do better. I'm mad. And I did a half crown because I think the only value here is that I get a 
a glimpse at what the set list will be. <laughs> and that, that's interesting. And that the crowd, I mean, I am someone who was a fan of Natalie before knowing her. So I feel like I would fit in with the crowd. Like, I think that I would also be like, oh my God, oh my God, she's doing Let It Go. Yeah, oh my God. Me too. And it makes me feel like I'm more of a fan because I felt like this reviewer simply didn't get it. And that yes. makes me feel like I'm closer to the person I'm a fan of because I want to like make it better, you know? Yeah, agreed. And, and like the sorry I'm typing I'm writing notes because you have so many good points that was a lot but but I want to just say like quickly again like I'm not discounting your half crown but I just want to point out like your assignment included those little peeks into what the show is going to be I don't give him any credit for that because I think that's expected as a part of the assignment I will just throw in, I don't know how this works. I, I don't okay. know if Broadway World commissions reviews. Oh. I don't know. I, I don't know if you're right or wrong. I'm just okay. throwing out, I don't know how it works to be a contributor <laughs> for Broadway okay. World. So okay. I just want to clear the air. Okay, so show first, zero and a half crown, yes. which is insane. So first of all, Natalie, thank you for being vulnerable and sharing this. Yes, I know that like we've been sort of tiptoeing around this, this whole second half of the show but you are in the public eye people are very forthcoming behind keyboards and you have handled a lot of negativity and ferociousness thrown at you and so since we have you we want to know what the impact of this you you mentioned you got this in between two performances so take us back to 2014 (laughs) and what was what was that for you sorry i did a lot alongside i need a water (laughs) (laughs) um Okay, first of all, thank you for pushing me to do this because as Trey knows, I was super, super resistant. I'm super triggered by this review because I don't really talk about it. And it's also mm-hmm. on the internet for life. Right. And it was so hurtful. And I like I know who they are. And yeah. I never talked about it again. I don't want any, <laughs> any fights with anyone. Yeah. But so I'll take you back. And then I'll say, first of all, thank you guys, because I needed you back then. And I know, like, you know, I just met you, but Trey and I have known each other for so long. And obviously, I know you're my friend, so you're going to give it a zero review, blah, 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 or crown. But it is interesting, objectively, the things you're saying, I'm like, yeah, you're right. I did feel that way. But basically, when I saw the tweet, I opened it being like, oh, my God, I got it. (laughs) And then I just like sobbed. And I was like, Andrew, Andrew. And he was like, Natalie, why did you Google your name? And I was like, what do you mean? I'm not just searching mean comments. Like, that's like, no. And so I had to like tell the producer like that. I was like, this is insane. I can't believe I have to go back and do this again. Like, uh, oh my God. and the thing is, it's not, she can't act. I've heard enough right. of that. It was like a direct attack of me as a person. So it feels so, so personal. And I had to do the exact same show. And I was like, so in my head. And then the person who brought me down was like, don't let this get to you. Nobody felt that way. Literally nobody. They loved it because I had such a high meeting the audience. Then there's the other side. Like, I did it. I got through it. I was singing um, Bring Him Home with a fuck you in my head. Of This is my interpretation (laughs) of the song. Yeah. You know, it's a pit every time. Even reading it to him or you reading it again, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about that part. On the other hand, I will say I took it as a learning experience because, Mm. one, Trey has seen many of my shows. And I hope that he would attest to 
part of the enjoyment of my shows is that I am so besties with the audience. I am chilling out in my living room. Me self-deprecating is on brand of like, oh my God, ooh, lost my voice, cracked. Oh, (laughs) that is more to me. I'm not going to change that. That is more like, I'm perfect. I'm going to crack. I'm going to joke. I literally inhaled my spit on an inhale. I distinctly (laughs) remember what I went... (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) because that's it's not I'm not in a Broadway show where like, right, right. I can't leave the stage. I actually can banter. Right, right. So that was just like, take a seat off of your high horse. I am totally self-deprecating and joking. Right. Where I can learn is like, yes, the drummer, we only had one rehearsal. He missed messed up two things. And I definitely I will take that as a I probably can't ever call them out. Of course, I did it in jest because that's my humor. I wasn't like, excuse where my backup singers. I wasn't like, excuse (laughs) me. Somebody's singing my note or like you played the wrong thing. I was like, oh, where'd you go? Or something shady. But I would say I would learn from that. I probably won't ever do that again because that rubbed him the wrong way and he is allowed to be rubbed. That what seemed like bitchy to a a musician, which I never want to do. We kind of bonded me and the drummer. I thought that we had this rapport. I think that's probably why I was like, we had spent two days together. So I thought maybe we had that rapport. Okay, I don't remember why we started 17 minutes late. Maybe it was the venue. Maybe I, I don't even know why. Yeah. The whole um, singing, if she really knew how to sing, really gets me. I I can't with that. The thing was that I had to do it again. That was super hard. Um, Yeah. And he didn't get it. That's the thing that really hurt. The fact that, like, I think the audience was with me. Like, okay, Cuba jokes. Except for the calling the drummer out, which could be viewed as, like, whoa, take, like, Natalie. Yeah. Like, I definitely was like, okay. I started second guessing everything. I was like, everything he said is right. Yeah. Everything he said is right. I will never do that again. Not yeah. fuck him. It was, uh And now looking back, like hearing like objective, like, wait, huh? You know? Yeah. So. I, I mean, I'm, I'm so glad we could do that for you because it's like so clear when you're reading it about someone else. But I also like, I hear you and that we internalize all of that stuff. And I do too. So I, you know, I empathize. Right, of course. Right. And something you said at the very beginning is like, what do you mean? This was this is my interpretation. Mm-hmm, like I yeah. think that is something that's very key, especially in a world that is musical theater where we listen to cast recordings, we think things are a certain way. Yeah. And where is the creative license? And you weren't doing Les Mis, you were doing a concert mm-hmm. and you were singing a male song. So like, why can't you do what you want to do? I don't mm-hmm. know the definition of cabaret, but I think any cabaret that I've ever seen, there's always going to be a like different take on a classic. I mean, who wants to hear a straight classic over and over again? We've all heard right. it before. We're coming to the cabaret to hear a different take on it. I have a question. Did you alter the show at all? Oh, for the second day? Yeah. And then in general, moving forward, because you said it was a lot. There were a lot of lessons for you mm-hmm. as, as an artist and moving forward. I probably didn't start 17 minutes late. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. who knows? Um, you were singing when they were walking in. <laughs> right, like, exactly. literally. You're like, I'm early. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so no, not really. No. You were able to own. I definitely Good. probably didn't call out the drummer. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I guess, like, we've talked about how you do have a thin skin, but, like, mm-hmm. you've been in the public eye for a very long time what would your advice be to your younger self like how do you keep producing and not hiding in a hole somewhere 
I guess people have said to me, if you're on the internet, the more known you get, the more haters you're going to have. And so you're doing something right if people are talking, but it's hard because not everyone can like you. You can't serve everyone. I'm like, uh, what do you mean? You know? Right. Yeah, no, I do now. I also just, I want to end this little section here. Yes, obviously, like you're sitting here with us, mm -hmm. but I would just say as authentic as possible, I remember when David and I went to see your show at the High Line and we were in the front row. <laughs> oh my and God. I feel like, um, I feel like I'm getting emotional, but I feel oh. like I was like so taken by what your specific talent that you just like God given possess. And it was like, it, it makes me feel emotional because oh. I feel like so many people want to be able to contribute to the world and have an impact on people. So it makes me feel really crazy that someone wouldn't get that or would twist it in a way to be cunty or like it just, it makes me so disappointed that we feel like we have to tear people down yeah. when it's like the simple gifts that you have are so radically insane for someone to not appreciate it. Like it pains me because really? it's just a waste of energy and yeah. time. And totally agree. If we could just all add positivity, like we wouldn't have this podcast. Right? But like, that's true. What's the point? <laughs> like, what's the point at the end of the day? Totally. Yes, I concur with all of that. <sighs> okay, let's. Whew. All right, let's move on. <laughs> so right. thank, I, thank let's you everybody for grab that. some tissues. <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna crank up the heat yeah if you thought that burner was all the way up you're wrong because there's a few more levels so natalie we have some questions for you we have some very serious questions natalie it's time for some strong opinions we want to hear your first gut reaction there's no wrong answer just your immediate response chelsea and i will alternate pulling questions out of our respective Kvetcher hats. Mm -hmm. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock and you will try to answer as many of these either or strong opinion questions as you can. Okay. And if you get more than eight, we're going to send you a five crown t-shirt in the mail. Yes. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, go! Vibrato or straight tone? Vibrato. Love on Top or Bohemian Rhapsody? Love on Top. Food poisoning from a restaurant. Would you go back? No. Streisand or Celine? Celine. Rodgers and Hammerstein or Sondheim? Sondheim. Song Through or a book musical? Book musical. Bachelor or Bachelorette? Bachelor. Eponine or Elphaba? Eponine. Lose your voice or lose your savings? my savings. Coach one song for eternity. She used to be mine or waving through a window. She used to be mine. Liza or Judy? Judy. Fast vibrato or slow vibrato? Slow vibrato. Prison with elite reviewer status. Is that a turn on or a turn off? Turn off, I guess. That's those cool. are so clever. Who wrote those? We both did. You guys are so clever. Four, five, six. You got six of mine. That's so funny because normally I'm either or. I'm like neither. And I was like so clear about some you of got them. Seven <laughs> of mine, Natalie. So you crushed. You got 13, you got 13 Natalie. Oh my God. Wait, can I ask you one more that we didn't get? Yeah. American Idol or The Voice? Oh, The Voice. I have three more. Should I do? Yeah, let's okay, just do yeah. them. Singing on a cruise ship or singing at a theme park? 
Theme park. Would you see an ENT with a three-star rating? No. Understudy or swing? Understudy. Final question. Flat or sharp? <laughs> sharp. Okay. Oh, interesting. <laughs> we had a lot of fun making those up. Oh my yes, God, we did. <sighs> Great job, Natalie. You have officially proven yourself to be a certifiable queen. <laughs> Thank you. And you have earned yourself a five crown shirt. <laughs> that will be in the mail on its way to you. So, Natalie, now that you have been queened, we have reached the most regal portion of our show. Is there someone or something that you think is deserving of five crowns? Who are you inducting today for? My Royal Highness. I will be giving five stars to Meal Prep Chef. Oh, yeah. They are a company started by a girl that went to Penn State under me, Alyssa. And I have been working with them for like two years, especially in my really busy times during Emoji Land and if my teaching days are crazy. It sounds very bougie, but it's kind of really affordable. Mm-hmm. And she has a bunch of chefs. So I have a, a personal chef, sounds again, but I have a personal <laughs> chef. Like I have my own chef, but they cook in your home, they order from Fresh Direct, and it's based, customized menus based on what you need. So oh, like wow. I'm doing Whole30 Paleo, but if you're like, I'm gluten-free or I hate olives, I love sweet potatoes, I get delivered meals every week, but they usually cook in your home and wow. it's an insane service that I recommend to everyone. And the food is, as I quote, trademark, moanable. Wow. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to look yeah. into that because, you know, David and I do eat clean, bro, but this sounds more fresh. Yes. Yeah. What a worthy induction it sounds like if it's moanable. Moanable. <laughs> All right. So that's it. We did it. That is another round on the RUARQ Ferris Wheel of Life. Thank you so much for joining us today, Natalie. Thanks for having me. Tell everyone where they can find you, etc. You can find me at on socials, the Natalie Weiss, and you can find me at natalieweissofficial.com. Or they can find you at natalieweissvoice.com. Oh, yes. That's where my online course is. Oh, cool. And Natalie has been so gracious. Everyone, get this. You can use the promo code REVIEWQUEEN40 for 40% off Natalie's course. So tell tell everyone about the course. Anything you've seen on the internet of breaking down the riffs, it's much more broken down and simplified and added pop techniques, stuff I don't even ever talk about for free on the internet. Lots of visuals. They're for visual and oral learners. There's, I think, 15 modules. There are quizzes. It's like a whole program you can buy and do at your own pace. And it's natalieweissvoice.com and the promo code reviewqueen40 for 40% off. Get the course. Mm-hmm. What a what a generous offer. And thank you listeners for joining us today. And thank you to any of Natalie's friends and fans who are listening to us today. We hope you'll become fans of the show and we really, really, really appreciate you tuning in. If you like what you heard, please share it. Tell a friend. If you didn't like what you heard, please share it and tell an enemy. You can join our mailing list to stay up to date with the goings on in the queendom at reviewthatreview.com. And you can hit up our voicemail box, 1-850-REVIEW-0, or slide into our DMs. You can follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens, and I'm at Chelsea BD. And I'm at Trey Gerald. Now, everyone, pay attention. We are going to cover an additional review with Natalie Weiss on our After Show podcast, So, to find out what made Chelsea say, Everything's coming up roses, Chelsea! 
And to find out what made Trey say... You mean you haven't read Singing for Dummies, Natalie? And to find out what made Natalie say... We'll return the CD. Sorry. Then join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash review that review to hear our special members only after show podcast. And remember, as Natalie has taught us today, Mm. ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Bye. 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 Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Vora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. What's the key again? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I, even as she's joking. I, I know. That. I know. Me too. It's amazing. I love you.